Marley was dead to begin with. There is no doubt whatever about that. The register of his burial was signed by the clergyman, the clerk, the undertaker, and the chief mourner. Scrooge signed it, and Scrooge's name was good upon change for anything he chose to put his hand to. Old Marley was as dead as a doornail. These are, of course, the famous opening lines of A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. If you know that story, you know how important it was for readers to understand from the very outset that Marley was unquestionably dead. In a similar way, in today's gospel story, John goes out of his way to emphasize that Lazarus was dead. First of all, John tells us twice that Lazarus had been in the tomb for four days. Because of this, when Jesus tells them to roll away the stone, Martha objects, saying, already there is a stench, or as the King James memorably puts it, by this time he stinketh. (laughs) Then, of course, you have the normal signs of a funeral party, the family weeping, the professional mourners. But the most striking way that John emphasizes this is by repeatedly referring to Lazarus as a dead man or as the one who died. Upon arrival, Martha confronts Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Then Mary comes to Jesus and repeats Martha's statement verbatim, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus approaches the tomb, some bystanders say, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Martha is identified rather oddly in the middle of the narrative as the sister of the dead man. And finally, my favorite, after Jesus cries out, Lazarus, come out. Instead of saying, Lazarus came out, as you might expect, John writes, the dead man came out, which technically is no longer true since he's alive and walking out of the tomb. John clearly wants us to understand that old Lazarus was as dead as a doornail. That being said, this passage is not primarily about death. It's about God's remarkable compassion in the face of death. It's about his ultimate victory over death. And it's about a faith that is stronger than death. So first, the story is about God's compassion in the face of death. At some point in our lives, we all face suffering and grief over the death of a loved one. The world would have us believe that this is just a fact of life, that God doesn't care about our grief, or maybe that there isn't a God to even care, that we are ultimately alone in our suffering. But this story shows us that God cares deeply for us. We're told that Mary's tears had a powerful effect on Jesus. When he saw her weeping, he was greatly disturbed and deeply moved. And then as they made their way to the tomb, Jesus broke down and wept. Jesus wept. The shortest sentence in the whole Bible, but also one of the most astounding. For it means that the God through whom all things were made is not unmoved by our sadness and grief. He has compassion on us, literally suffers with us. And this means when we face suffering and grief, we can be confident 
that God is not aloof or unfeeling. He meets us in our suffering. He's deeply moved by our grief, and he weeps with us. The story of Lazarus is also about God's ultimate victory over death. We all live our lives in the shadow of our mortality. For some, this leads to a pretty bleak view of life, that death is the end of our story, that in the end, death wins. But this would make our lives ultimately meaningless, all our work, all our time devoted to family, all our acts of charity. On this view, it makes no difference at all. But this story shows that God is victorious over death. In it, we see a picture of our own future in Christ. Like Lazarus, we will all one day face death. Like Lazarus, we will hear the voice of Jesus from the tomb, calling us to wake from death. And as with Lazarus, so also with us, the dead man will come out, a new creation in the new creation. Do not be astonished at this, Jesus said, for the hour is coming when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. This is, of course, the ground of our future hope, but it's more than that. It's also the ground of our hope in the present. Because God is victorious over death, we are not living lives of futility and meaninglessness. In the end, death does not win, God wins. And this is why St. Paul concludes his longest teaching on the resurrection by saying, the sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord, because you know that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. Resurrection means our lives have meaning and significance. The gospel story is about God's compassion, his victory over death. Finally, it's about a faith that is stronger than death. There's a wonderful, funny, yet tragic scene toward the end of the last of the Narnia books. It's in a section narrating the end of their world and the beginning of the world to come. The main characters see a group of dwarfs who were sitting in a small dark stable as their world came to an end, but who are now sitting, huddled together, in the middle of a wide open and beautiful country. And yet they are completely oblivious to their new surroundings. They still think they are huddled in a cold, dark stable. You see, these dwarfs had been tricked into believing a clever deception before and they are so resolved not to be duped again. So although the main characters try to convince them that they are free, they are no longer in the stable. The dwarfs interpret every attempted proof through the lens of their cynical unbelief. Though they are miserable, they finally end up saying, well, at any rate, there's no humbug here. We haven't let anyone take us in. The dwarfs are for the dwarfs. Aslan, the story's Christ figure, explains their situation. They have chosen cunning 
instead of a belief. Their prison is in their own minds, yet they are in that prison. And so afraid of being taken in that they cannot be taken out. Rather than get, a stuck, get stuck in a similar prison, today's gospel story encourages us to move toward a resurrection faith, a faith that trusts God even in the face of death. The main action of the story happens, of course, to Lazarus, but it's Martha whose faith is held up as a model for us. Before our passage today, when Lazarus fell ill, the sisters sent a message to Jesus to inform him, and he said in reply, this illness does not lead to death, rather it is for God's glory. But then Lazarus dies. And the reader wonders, will Martha still trust the promise of Jesus, even when it seems that all hope is lost? Will we, for that matter? When Jesus arrives, Martha's first words make it clear that she still believes. Though her brother lies in the grave, she still trusts Jesus' promise. But even now, she says, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. So Jesus tells her that since he is the resurrection and the life, he has power to call back the dead to life. Do you believe this? He asks. Yes, Lord. I believe. You see, faith is not foolish if it's placed in a trustworthy object. If we spend our time trying to make sure we don't get taken in, we'll end up like the dwarfs, closing ourselves off to the trustworthy as well as the deceptive, the true as well as the false, stuck in a prison of our own making. Better to place our trust in someone worthy of our faith. And as Martha found out on that unforgettable day when the dead man, her brother, came walking out of his tomb, our God is worthy of a resurrection faith. In this story, we see a God of remarkable compassion who weeps with us in our grief, who gives all life meaning by removing the shadow of death casts over all humanity, and who is worthy of the strongest faith we can muster. Lazarus was dead to begin with, but that's just the beginning of our story. Jesus said, the hour is coming when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord. <laughs> I believe. <laughs>